Welcome back to the Business Digest. As part of an enlightening podcast network, we're here to ignite your curiosity and inspire continuous learning. Join us as we explore the vast universe of business, unveiling a new hand-picked, bite-sized gem of journalism in each episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed available on iPhone and Android. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the importance of valuing your employees as more than just assets. Charlene Norman's article, You Call Your People What? Your People Are Much More Valuable Than Assets, highlights the negative impact of referring to employees as assets and the benefits of recognizing their true value. We'll explore why this mindset shift is crucial for building a successful and sustainable business. Let's dive in. You Call Your People What? by Charlene Norman. Today you're going to think I'm on a rant. I'm not actually. I will start with a very provocative statement, toss out some facts, share a story, and then rest my case. But it might seem like a bit of a rant because I can get a bit emotional about it, okay? Here goes. You know how we all have a set of non-negotiable beliefs in our lives? Like, Like some people hate lima beans and they'll never touch it. Other people, will they gag at the smell of cilantro? Others, they can't abide by lying of any kind. Well, I have one non-negotiable in my life. It's a piece of belief that I absolutely hate with a passion. And I want you to know about it because by clearing away this belief, I can then set the table properly for you. And I got to warn you, it's a big one. It's been around for a donkey's age. It's all dealing with the phrase, our employees are our greatest assets. Our strength lies in our employees because those are our greatest and our best asset. In fact, no asset we have is more valuable than our employees. Okay, we've all heard words like these, haven't we? And sadly, You might even have similar things on your company wall or in your company vision, mission, values thing. I suspect for most progressive thinking managers and leaders around the world, this is one of those de facto truth bombs we've been conditioned to believe. But the fact is, it's the biggest pile of poppycock ever invented. Now, let me tell you why. An asset is a useful or valuable thing. It is property owned by a person or a company. It is a thing regarded as having valuable and available to meet debts, commitments, legacies. In financial accounting terms, an asset is any resource owned by the business, specifically anything tangible or intangible that can be owned or controlled to produce value and hence has positive economic value. Well, simply stated, assets represent the value of ownership that can be converted into cash. Furthermore, assets are depreciable. I mean, they're written off over a period of time until they no longer have any value. In my experience, employees, otherwise known as people or human beings, are not owned by corporations. They are not available to meet debts, commitments, or legacies. And while many will argue that they are controlled, i.e. managed, to produce results, I submit all employees have the free will to walk away, leave, or quit at any time. 
And I'm pretty sure the outright selling of persons for the conversion into cash, well, that was outlawed several centuries ago. And even today, in most countries, the law does not take kindly to people trafficking of any kind. Now, I must tell you, I've never met a human being who ever actually declined in value as he or she aged on the job. In 100% of the humans I have ever interacted with, the mature humans had far more knowledge, far more experience, and far more street smarts than the younger ones. I will grant you, older humans often have a discouraging and cynical, been there, seen it all before, attitude which without a doubt can be the most off-putting and annoying part of their personality. However, if one makes the effort to see into the vast pool of knowledge, experience, and street smarts that await past that tough exterior, one can immediately see the older employees are vastly more valuable in so many more ways than the newer models. So you see, your employees do not form your asset base. Your employees form your equity base. Your equity base. Now, the basic definition of equity is the difference between the value of the assets you own and the value of the liabilities you owe. So say your business has assets of, I don't know, $10 million and you have a total debt load of what, a million dollars? All things being equal, your business has an equity value then of $9 million. And that equity arose from the brain power, the sweat power and the person power of your employees. Sure, you might have had most of the ideas. And yes, you likely did steer the vast majority of those ideas into existence. And yes, we do know that it was your pen, your word, and your personal assets that likely guaranteed the loans, especially in the early years. But it was your employees' brain, sweat, and person power that delivered that equity for you. Your equity. Your employees are your equity. Assets can be replaced. Assets are impersonal. Equity needs to be protected. Equity is personal. Now, people are human beings, and human beings are social. They're also social creatures in need of protection and in love with all things personal. Between you and I, at the end of the day, people are priceless and deserve to be treated as such. Let me share with you a quick story that happened last summer in my community. Very late in the evening, a 40-year veteran wholesaler of bulbs and cut flowers had a massive fire. In fact, the fire was so massive, the cause was not able to be determined. The damage from the three-day blaze wiped out 70% of its operations. And once the fire was in the containment phase, the owners flew into equity protection mode. Here was the order of their priorities. One, find housing for all migrant workers because their homes on location were destroyed. Two, locate alternative jobs for the migrant workers because their incomes were immediately and negatively impacted. 
Three, send out a 911 call to the community asking for donations for housing and personal supplies to ease the immediate conditions of the impacted workers. Four, ensure all employees, local and migrant, were safe, had employment, and adequate supports. Five, assess the damage to the farming assets. And then six, issue a 911 to the community to borrow tools and implements to keep the remaining greenhouses and crops going as best as possible. Now that is an amazing list of priorities. But guess what? Inside of 36 hours, all the migrant workers were taken care of and the company had to put a temporary halt to all the donations because they were overloaded and could not handle the extreme generosity. Within four days of the blaze, the company was shipping its existing stock and telling the public where to buy. Now, honestly, it's impossible to sugarcoat this company's situation. The good news, there was no loss of life. The bad news, it takes time. It takes colossal effort. It takes generosity. And most of all, it takes money to recover from any catastrophe when a business needs to rebuild. And I don't know of any business anywhere that wants to endure what this company has and will continue to go through. But here's the amazing part. The progress this company has made in one year is simply astounding. In its first note to the public, while the firefighters were still taming the flames, the owner talked about how its root and its foundation had been hit, damaged, and needed help. Do you know what its root and its foundation were? It's people. And that was spelled out in the first line of its very first communique. Now, quite clearly, the owners of this company understand the real value of its employees. And making the mental switch from asset to equity is a choice. Some leaders, some owners, it's easy. Others, not so much. But you and I can make that switch more readily because we understand it's people first, profit second. Now, you call your people what? Huh. Catch you on the next blogcast. If you enjoyed this, you may also like our other podcasts, The Psychology Digest, The Technology Digest, The Self-Improvement Digest, and Daily Business News. Stay curious, stay inspired, and thanks for listening.